Buckle up, y'all. I got yet again another rant for you. This comes from experience I had last Saturday as I was going to a doctor's appointment and I kind of wanted something to eat because I didn't eat that morning. So I wanted to have like a quick little snack before I went to go meet my mom for brunch. So I stopped off at a McDonald's for like a coconut sandwich and I get and I get to and I get to the drive through and there's only two people. A person ordering, a person in front of me. And so the person, you know, at the very, at the very front of the line, you know, like his with his windows down, he's talking. And then and then he takes a little bit and then he rolls his window up, but he doesn't move even though there are no cars in front of him. And then the window goes back down. I guess for some reason the dude hasn't finished ordering. I'm just like, y'all, y'all know my feelings about, about about Starbucks. The same rule applies for drive-throughs. Know what you want when you get to the speaker, phone, whatever, microphone, whatever it's called, the, the the magic talking box. Know what you want when you get up there. I mean, I I mean, I've told you guys that like me and my family, we are prepared. We know what we want the second we get there, or even like hours before. We know what we want. We know what drink we want. We know what side. We know what modifications we want. Please do that. Honestly, people should not be should not be allowed to order until they know what they want. Do restaurant rules. I like and what's a restaurant? I mean, set down menu restaurants, not fast food restaurants. It'd be a lot more efficient than having to like waste your time waiting for someone who doesn't even know what they want when they get up there. I mean, seriously, what are you doing? From the drive from your house, work, or whatever, to McDonald's or Chick-fil-A. What are you doing? You literally have time to think about your order. Now that my blood pressure is down, let's start this podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet again another episode of the Sam Toss Nerdy Podcast. I am your very efficient when ordering food host, Sam. Hope everyone's doing well out there today. Staying cool, getting ready for school. <laughs> Rhyme. I'm doing pretty well. I took last week off because it was my birthday, so I am now 22, and and also today I am now cleared to walk with a boot, so no more having to use a scooter or crutches. I can now start acting like a normal human being again. That's one thing I've noticed with my scooter is that of all the people who've like told me they told me they feel bad have been older women. If that means what I think it means, then that is not good that I that I broke my fifth metatarsal. I watched Masters of the Universe Revelations, you know, the human series that's getting a lot of flack and possibly has Kevin Smith hating his own community right now. I watched it, and honestly, I thought it was good. I mean, yeah, I was kind of bummed that it wasn't really more He-Man focused. It was more kind of revolving around Tila, but then again, it kind of works if you think about it because this is the first part of a bigger story. So... I think, or I theorize that maybe Tila was the main focus of the first part of this story, and then from here on it'll be Prince Adam trying to figure out how to operate without, you know, having his powers. But then again, what do I know? Because I'm not really much of a He-Man fan. Like I like He-Man. He's had he's had presence throughout my life. Like two of my very first action figures were a He-Man Skeletor gifted to me for, by my uncle. That was from the uh, early 2000s animated reboot. As he saw that, like, it's now been removed from Netflix's top 10, so, ouch. Don't know what, don't know what Kevin Smith did wrong, but, okay, it is what it is. I mean, he said that in part two, there's going to be a very vicious battle between He-Man and Skeletor, so He-Man's not dead, or or he's not, like, canceled out or whatever. Like, no, he's going to have, have a role. I don't know. Fans are weird. 
over my years of doing this stuff, I've realized that I just need to keep a cool head and be have a very open mind. Sadly, people have not learned that lesson. So, yeah. Anyways, you know what time it is. It is the first week of a new month. So it is time for the monthly wrap-up, and we will be covering the news posted in the month of July. And it was a pretty big month, so let's get into it. Alright, starting off, we got a couple trailers for Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms. I'm very excited. I believe I mentioned in my brief little review of the Mortal Kombat live-action movie, but I preferred the MK Legends Scorpion's Revenge movie. It's just... I think I, th- I think handled everything a lot better. Like, it managed to tell the story of Scorpion and Sub-Zero's rivalry while also handling the tournament. I mean, I, I mean, I also still like the 2021 movie. I thought, I thought it was good, I, and I do hope they get a sequel, but I do prefer Scorpion's Revenge over it. However, this film looks insane. It has like Shao Kahn, Devora, Raiden Without His Powers. This is like covering the events of, I think, Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah, the events of like Mortal Kombat 2. And yeah, I like, I, I was like, I'm very excited for this movie. Like, I'm going to buy it when I have a chance. Ethan Embry will play Johnny Thunder in Stargirl Season 2. Quick comic 101, Johnny Thunder is the original holder of Thunderbolt, who, who, who will be played by Jim Gaffigan. And it's unclear what his role will be in, in the show. Don't know if it'll be like he'll show up to help train Jackie to to hold Thunderbolt, or if they'll be through through a flashback. I kind of hope it's in present day because it'd be, it'd be really cool to see some of the original JSA members kind of like show up in present day and not and show that that they all didn't die when the ISA attacked their headquarters. Don't don't know much about the actor, but he looks the part, so. This was a really cool post, but James Gunn revealed like what characters he almost featured in his Suicide Squad roster, and they were some pretty interesting ideas, and then some head scratchers. Like, uh, Livewire. Nobody thought of her as a member of the Suicide Squad. Or, like, Mr. Freeze. Like, like honestly, I don't, I don't really picture him as a member. But he had characters, characters like Mambat, Destro, Gunhawk. Don't, he's like some guy who uses guns. Or KGBs makes sense. And of course, he had like Killer Frost, who's been like kind of a mainstay in the Suicide Squad for a while. This list just shows that he had some fun, you know, creating his roster and like and kind of like you know digging through DC's toy boxes to see what villains he wants to use. And believe it or not, he'll actually cameo some other villains in his film. Like uh, I think I mentioned this last week, but he uh, or maybe I or maybe I didn't mention this in the last episode, but he actually has. Calendar Man and a guy named Double Down making an appearance. Calendar Man will, will, will be played by his brother Sean Gunn. And then I saw this morning that a character named Prism, who is a Superman or Superboy and Flash villain, will also be making a cameo appearance. So, yeah, the dude has some fun with this. And I really hope he does a, like another, another squad film because, yeah. Because believe it or not, the film's been getting a lot of good reception, so can't wait to see this weekend. Details for the Batgirl solo film have been released. Actually, this film has gotten a lot of of a momentum this month and past few months. Because not only do we get like details, but we also got a casting, which I'll talk about here in a little bit. But from sounds of the details, we might, we might be getting like an a adaptation of Batgirl Year One. Makes sense because 
they're apparently going to use Firefly, who's a Batman villain, and they might be t- take some cues from his Arrowverse appearance, where he was a disgruntled firefighter. So maybe less of the fireproof fly, whatever, I guess it is, suit to maybe more of a firefighter design, or maybe he's a firefighter who makes a suit in a flamethrower. I have no idea, but, I mean, it sounds pretty cool. We got we got a trailer for Marvel's What If animated series airing next week. So excited. This is actually one of my most in- anticipated series next to Hawkeye, Secret Wars, or sorry, not Secret Wars, Secret Invasion, and Armor Wars. And a quick reminder for those who don't know what what ifs are, they are originally one shot comics that like they like explore different scenarios. Like there was one where about like what if Electro didn't die by Bullseye's hand? What if the Punisher gave spankings instead of killing people? I saw one where it was like Spider Man and Black Cat married, and and that was a pretty interesting story. Kind of, I mean, and it, it, it kind of sad, but yeah. I mean, and also, who I, I would love to see John Berthold do the uh, Punisher spanking one. That mean that'd be hilarious. I mean, there were there are tons of these stories out there in the world, and it, it it's gonna be really cool to see this kind of done for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, granted, they won't be quite as silly, but I do I do look forward to see what other events they will explore. Because we have one where it's like, what if Peggy got the Super Soldier Serum? One where it's like, what if Dot? Dodge Strange became evil, which I heard is really good, according to Jeffrey Wright, who voices the Watcher. Uh, what else was there? Uh, one with with Marvel Zombies. That's going to be very interesting. Uh, what if Killmonger saved Tony Stark from getting strapped on his chest in the first Iron Man film? I mean, yeah, this series is going to be pretty interesting. And so far, it's getting good reviews, so way to go, Marvel. We can see the return of Corey Stoll as Yellowjack and in Ammon the Wasp Quantum Media. This came from an Easter egg in an episode of Loki, where I think it was episode five where he met his variants, and in the background you see a yellow jacket's like helmet enlarged. And then for some reason, after that, reports are coming in of how like we will see him return in Quantum and Quantum Mania, and I'm just, I mean, I'm for it, but yeah, Peyton Reed has said multiple times he's not coming back, so I don't know if he's like lying to us or. Tricking us, I have no idea. You know, Marvel's a strange beast when it comes to this kind of stuff. This was a very short-lived bit, bit of news, but a, uh, I think a production company was going to do a motion comic of the rest of the Schneiderverse Justice League movies. But then, uh, I think it's maybe like a few weeks or maybe a month later, I forget, it was shut down. Don't know why, but I think it was because they were copying panels, like comic panels to use, which I guess is a big no-no. So, yeah, so that was short-lived, which is, which, kind of, which kind of sucks. But hey, maybe it's another chance to see the film pan out in live action. Who knows? This bit of news wasn't really surprising, but apparently Marvel is looking to recast Iron Fist and Luke Cage for the MCU. I mean, I don't think they should recast. I mean, yeah, I will admit Iron Fist and Luke Cage were maybe the weaker of all the Marvel shows, maybe next to Defenders, but that that that, that should be a reason for them to be recast. Just you know, just instead of having them be in their own shows, do a Here's a Hire series with them. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, kind of suck. You know, we I mean, we get like Charlie Cox, John Berthold, Chris Burton to come back as their characters, but yet. Finn Jones and Mike Coulter, they there's kick there's kick kick to the curb. I'm just like, how's that fair? But I don't know. I guess that's the show business. 
Apparently, they want to get Louis Tan from Mortal Kombat to play Iron Fist. And the fun fact, yeah, he was actually in the Iron Fist show as like a uh, side character. Or like a uh, character that he had to fight, but... Yeah, I mean, if it happens, okay. I just kind of wish Van Jones got, got another chance with some, with some better writing. I don't blame him for the performance. I think it's the uh, writing that, 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 that just didn't like, serve him well. So, so Marvel actors will not be returning for the What If series, and those actors are Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Brie Larson, and or Ben Cumberbatch, and, and Benicio Del Toro. Now, some of these are head scratchers when it comes to RDJ, Evans, and Larson, and Cumberbatch. I mean, I guess Evans and RDJ just like, you know, they're done, so they're done. They're not going to come back for anything, which kind of sucks. But Or maybe, maybe they're busy, who knows. I mean, I guess when it comes to Brie Larson and Benedict Cumberbatch, I mean, I mean, if we had, I mean, if we do the math, he was filming, well, Cumberbatch is filming the second Doctor Strange film during his time, and then Brie Larson, you know, this is, this is, this is going to be mentioned a little later, but I think she's working on Marvels right now, the, the sequel to Captain Marvel, and then I mentioned, and then I'll, I'll, I'll ask you mentions later, but I'll just do it now, that I think it's, apparently she, she, she's going to appear in the Ms. Marvel series because there's a listing on IMDb for her stunt double. So, maybe she's busy doing that stuff, so, who knows. And Del Toro, honestly, I'm not crying, I'm not crying over it. I mean, honestly, who even remembers that, like, he plays the Watcher, or sorry, not the Watcher, who... Who even remembers he plays a collector? I mean, yeah. If we have our first look at Freddy Stroma in his vi- in his vigilante suit for the upcoming Peacemaker series coming to HBO Max, and it looks pretty accurate to the comic. It has like, if, if anything, the shoulder or the collar protections new. But I mean, I I, I look forward to see it in, in its entirety. While I do like the uh, vigilancy we got on Arrow, this might top it. We'll have to wait and see until we, we see it in its entirety, like I said. We got a video of Deadpool reacting to Free Guy, a upcoming Ryan Reynolds movie, with Korg, who is played by Taika Waititi, who is also in Free Guy. And does this count as his debut into the MCU since, you know, he's with Korg? Let's say yes. Do you want more Loki and not, and not have to wait for season two of his own Disney Plus series? Well, you're in luck. Apparently, he's going to be making an appearance in Doc Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I guess it makes sense since, you know, the multiverse has been in- introduced via his series. So maybe he maybe he, he can explain what's happening. We got a full trailer for Titan season three and it looks interesting. Very packed, but interesting. I mean, we're getting start. We're getting Blackfire. We're getting Red Hood. We're getting Titans going to Gotham. We're seeing Barbara. We're getting Scarecrow. I'm curious on how this season will match up to seasons one and two, and if they finally listened to our feedback and changed anything. I mean, the filter's still there, which kind of sucks, but you lose some, you lose some, I guess. Oh, I actually have uh, the post about Calendar Man and Double Down right here, but I already mentioned that, so moving on. Uh, Ursa Major, a character in Marvel Comics, was confirmed to have been in Black Widow via his actor Oliver Richards, R- Ritger, who played him. He, he who played him in the movie. 
He was that prisoner who was arm wrestling with a Red Guardian, then he got like his hand or wrist broken. So yeah, that was him. And for those of you who don't know, he is a giant anthropomorphic bear. So think, so think from like the Hulk, except instead of turning green and huge, he turns into a giant bear. Very true to Russia. Marvel is creating a, a, a animation studio for future animation projects, which would be really cool. I don't know what I want to see in animation, but I'm pretty sure with I'm pretty sure whatever they figure out will be awesome. We have our first look at the Injustice animated movie, and it looks sick. It has the same animation style as as the Mortal Kombat Legend films, and the voice cast is pretty insane. We have Justin Hartley as Superman. I haven't seen him in anything since Smallville. Anson Mount, yes, Captain Pike, will voice Batman. Perfect in my opinion. I thought I, I always thought he I always thought he'd make a good Batman. Though I'm pretty sure he, he, he might get another comic role after Inhumans. But then again, he's made peace with it and he's open to having Black Bolt be recast, though I also think maybe he should get another shot. Anyways. Laura Bailey as Lois Lane, Rama Kushana will voice Damian Wayne, and Zach Callison will voice Jimmy Olsen. Brian T. Delaney will voice Green Lantern, Brandon Michael Hall will voice the cyborg. Edmund Hodge will voice Mr. Terrific and Killer Croc. Oliver Hudson as, as Plastic Man. Very interesting choice. Never really thought of Plastic Man as a good fit for the Injustice world. Galen Jacobs as Harley Quinn. I actually saw a little sneak peek behind the scenes video of it. And eh, after hearing her talk and do stuff, I, I'm not really I'm not really so sure about her portrayal. I mean, her laugh is kind of annoying as Harley Quinn. Yuri Lowenthal, Spider-Man himself, will voice Mirror Master, Flash, and, and Shazam. Derek Phillips will voice Nightwing and Aquaman. Kevin Pollack will, will voice Joker and Jonathan Kent. Anika Noni Rose will voice Catwoman again in her in the little behind the scenes video. We heard her a little bit and she sounded perfect. Uh, Reed Scott will voice Green Arrow and Victor Zaz. Farron Tahir will voice Ra's al Ghul. Fred Tashor will voice Captain Adam. Awesome. And Janet Varney will voice Wonder Woman. Yeah. And I think, and I also think this is just some of the cast because in the, because again in the behind the scenes video we see like Hawkman and a few other characters, so who knows what their roles will be like. Leslie Grace has joined the cast of Batgirl as well, Batgirl, and I'm curious what they plan to do with this since, since well, apparently they originally planned to recast Jim Gordon, but now apparently J.K. Simmons is in talks to come back as Commissioner Gordon, so. Uh, Warner Brothers, please get a plan together. Stop just throwing stuff out at the wall. See what sticks. I mean, I, I mean, I thought like if they were, if they, if they're gonna do a use a person of color, they would maybe have her be in some continuity as as Robert Pattinson's Batman and have her be the daughter of Jeffrey Wright's Commissioner Gordon. But then again, they go just have Jacob Simmons's Commissioner Gordon be like in a biracial marriage and then and have that work. But yeah. Uh, this, yeah. Warner Brothers just, I don't know what they're doing anymore. But if, if, but if they make it work, they can make it work. Michaela Cole has shown the cast of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It's not said who she'll play, but I have two guesses. One is Shuri, since the OG actress is uh, uh, under some heat for some anti-vaccine, anti-trans tweets you know not surprised twitter has been proven to ruin lives and then another is storm but i doubt it because i mean 
Storm before the X-Men? I don't think so. Maybe uh, Namorita since she's rumored to be in the film alongside Namor, so who knows. We can see Haley Atwell return to the role of Peggy Carter after her appearance in the upcoming What If series. It is rumored that we will see her in the second Dodge Strange film as Captain Carter, or Captain Britain, I forget which. Michael B. Jordan is developing a Val Zod Superman project for HBO Max and could star in it. Now this is what WB should have done instead of just race-bending Clark Kent. Michael B. Jordan, or Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan is a blessing. Thank you, sir. This is some pretty surprising news. It looks like, along with Charlie Cox, who is, who is apparently going to appear in, in the next Spider-Man as Daredevil, we could see Vincent D'Onofrio return as the Kingpin in the upcoming Hawkeye series. Now, at first I was very hesitant about this news, but then he posted an article about it on his Twitter, and I guess that kind of confirms it. So, take that as you will, but it looks like they're starting to try to work in some of the Netflix shows a little bit, bit by bit, so... Like, Hawkeye will set up Kingpin, Spider-Man will set up Daredevil, or maybe uh, Daredevil will also appear in Hawkeye as a small role. I don't know, it's 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 weird with, with all the rumors I'm seeing in regards to the Netflix show characters, because they're like, they're like, oh, Jessica Jones could appear in She-Hulk, oh, John Berthold will appear in She-Hulk, oh no, John Berthold will appear in Moon Knight, oh, Kingpin and Daredevil will appear in the, in the Echo series, oh, Kingpin's in Hawkeye, like... It's weird with, with, with what's going on here, but I mean, hey, if if uh, we can get these characters sooner r- 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 rather than later, I'm all for it. <laughs> all right, what else? What else? What else? Norman Reedus, Daryl from The Walking Dead, is still interested in playing Ghost Rider, and I hope he does. He's my top pit next to Keanu Reeves. I mean, I I would love a uh, return for of Nick Cage, but I doubt that. I think he's done. Mina Massad, Aladdin from Aladdin, and uh, Lars Mikkelsen, brother of Mads Mikkelsen, have reportedly been cast in the Ahsoka Disney Plus series as Ezra Bridger and Grant Admiral Thrawn. I think this was confirmed by Rosario Dawson herself when she shared a repost of my post on her Insta story. It's a whole, it's a whole seven degrees thing, seemingly confirming that yes, these castings are happening. And I can I can kind of give or take with Mina Massad as as Bridger, but Lars Mikkelsen as Grand Admiral Thrawn, love it. He voiced him in Rebels, and he did phenomenal. And also, how about that? My post got shared by Ahsoka herself, so I'm very proud of that. That was that was a good like birthday gift for me. Apparently, we will be seeing Conquest in Invincible season two. This was seemingly confirmed by Robert Kirkman when during Comic Con at home he. Shared that some that we will see him in season two, and that some changes will be made to his backstory. I think I theorized this in my Invincible seasons two and three theory episode, where I talk about how maybe instead of having Anissa come to Earth to kind of let Mark know he's in charge of getting Earth ready for Viltrum's arrival, it's going to be Conquest instead, and then Anissa will come in later. So really interesting to see who they get the voice conquest, and also to see how he works. Because if y'all thought Omni Man was was bad, wait to see what Conquest does. French actor Gaspar Ulliel, I can't say his last name, apparently has joined the cast of Moon Knight as villain Midnight Man, who is basically the Reverse Flash equivalent to Moon Knight. And this comes from a listing on the Hamilton Hodel Talent Agency. So it's not confirmed, but I guess if they say it's happening, then it's happening. We'll have to wait and see, but I will keep you all posted on that one. We got we got we got some castings for the upcoming Batman Unburied 
radio show or podcast series, but honestly, it's a radio show coming to Spotify. Listen to who you might know as M'Baku from Black Panther, will voice Batman, and Jason Isaacs will voice Alfred. Very interesting to see where this goes, because apparently in this series, Bruce Wayne's going to be a surgeon working at Gotham Memorial Hospital, and yeah. It's yeah, it's it's supposed to be like a psychological thriller, so this could be interesting. The Hawkeye Disney Plus series will drop on November twenty fourth. That is a Wednesday, so it will very closely coincide with the release of Spider Man No Way Home. Makes sense because, like I mentioned earlier, apparently they're going to introduce Kingpin, and while Spider Man in- introduces Daredevil, and according to set photos, both the movie and the show take place during the winter Christmas time. So, all right, looks like it's all connecting. Thanks to some movie theater statues, we have a really good look at Carnage for Venom Let There Be Carnage, and he looks really good, to be honest. A, a good shade of red. Like, it, it looks like he, you know, he jumped out of the comic book. Yeah, maybe there are a few tweaks I, I would make, but overall, Sony did a really good job with this design. Yeah, I know it's kind of pulling that. I'm talking about it, even though you can't see it, but you know what? Look it up. And lastly, apparently there are nine more Marvel Disney Plus shows in development. It's crazy to see how Marvel works. I mean, they have three, soon before starting next week, shows already out and released. Then we have two more, Hawkeye and Ms. Marvel, coming out soon. And then we have shows like She-Hulk and Moon Knight still being filmed, and yet they're still working on more shows. They're not waiting for things to calm down a little bit. Like, no, they're just cranking them out. Just... Boom, 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 boom. Man, that was a lot of news. But yeah, July has always been a heavy nudes month for me. Anyways, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Make sure to follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on Spotify. Those, those will be linked down in the description along with a few other platforms. Make sure to leave me a five-star rating and a good review where you can because it helps get the podcasts out there for more to listen to. Leave me a voice message on Anchor, whether it's just... How your day's going, your favorite your favorite superhero, your favorite comic book, something you want to see me do, or hear me do in this case, or your favorite bit of news. And until next time, stay happy, stay cool. Hope you all are getting ready for school. I am, and I'm, I'm low-key freaking out. Don't freak out. Don't know, don't know what else to say. And I will see you all next week. Peace out, scouts. Peace out, scouts.